Well, good evening and welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. And it is, I'm in Livingston, Montana, where we have about, uh, I'd say four to five inches of snow on the ground. The temperature outside is four, four degrees. That's just four, the number four. <laughs> it's going to go down to zero tonight. And uh, as long as the wind's not blowing, it's not bad. Um, I can tolerate. Went out and shot a story today. So, um, in fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run the, the I'm going to run the open, and then I'm going to talk with you and give you guys some stuff that's going on. And I'll show you. So here's our open for us. Who puts up with this? That's what I don't understand. Bring the lion out. Bring the bring the lion. Um, tonight on our show, we're going to have. Hey guys, don't you think it's kind of fun that you get to comment on the news? There's a cost. Oh yeah, there's a cost. People come after you. Like, I think that's why this is so much fun is because... We'll see you at five. And so our sponsors tonight are Chris Daniel Family Dentistry, where everybody's welcome. Uh, despite your vaccine status, it doesn't matter. He wants to make sure your dental care is taken care of and they want to make sure you're good. Uh, we have a great show tonight. Um, we're going to end it with a really fun interview. Um, I've got some folks from Albert Taylor, um, Endless Possibilities. I love their tagline. I always have to say it. I just make it one big thing because um, that's what they're all about. Endless possibilities for people with different abilities. And we're going to talk to a couple of one is a client and one is someone who works for them. The whole purpose of Albert Taylor being with us, well, one is they, you know, they want to make sure you guys have content that you can see and what, what's out there and uh, support our show. But two, they need employees. They need people to work for them. And they've got a couple of clients from our employees from this uh, because, you know, there's a lot of us who kind of saw what happened during the pandemic and decided, you know what, life is too short to be doing a job that I hate. And I want to do something meaningful. And if you want to do something truly meaningful, it's when you assist people in their living and making their lives better. And that's exactly what you do um, when you're working at Albert Taylor. You're providing endless possibilities for a lot of really amazing people. So I see it's raining in Roseburg. Um, and here it's not snowing or anything. It's been sunny all day and beautiful. Um, our other sponsor is um, Matt McCarl with New Leaf Hyperbaric and Wellness Center. And he has this new, it's, it looks like a tanning bed. And yes, that's me. It's actually an ultraviolet light bed. Blue lights, red lights, helps with pain, helps with restoration after working out, getting you all back in shape. Um, it is the most amazing thing. I love hyperbarics, but I think I'm liking the bed better, the light bed. And my wife did it too, and it's really restorative. And there's a lot of things they're showing now with uh, light therapy that can be really good for your skin, uh, good for hair. Um, I don't really need the skin thing. <laughs> I could use the hair, um, but it, that it, it works really well on those kind of products. So again, those are two of our sponsors as well. Um, Bill London is not here tonight because he is taking the day off because he thinks he's the president. I don't know who voted for him or who made him the president, but I guess he somehow thinks he is the president. And uh, so he is going to be there. Uh, Skipper says, I have a light, but it's only four inches around, so I have to move it around a lot. Yeah, in that bed, you don't have to do anything except you sleep for 20 minutes. It is absolutely amazing. So what do you do in Montana on a weekend for fun? Well, um, I'm going to show you. So we went to... Um, 
uh, fur trapping is a, it, well, it's a big deal in Oregon too, in the eastern part of the state. But here in Montana, it's a way of life. It's something that's what you know. Grass. Raccoons are greasier, so you don't put them with a nice bird, you don't put them with your coyotes. So when did you start doing this? Oh shit, forever. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. You what? With him, I was probably out trapping since I was three or four. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. So why do you do it? For the love, just love it. So I know that's a way of life that people, a lot of people in Oregon don't understand, um, but it really is when you, when you live in cold temperatures, uh, people wear fur, uh, that's how they stay warm. Um, and it also sell, they sell a lot of that uh, to Russia and other countries. So um, Nolan, the young man there is a friend of my son's and he's been trapping since he was three. And he said, uh, I said, I want a beaver pelt because I'm from the beaver state. And he says, well, then you're going to have to go get it. So you come with me. So we'll be doing a video on me going out and uh, trapping my own beaver. So uh, <laughs> I'm kind of excited. I think that'll be kind of fun. Um, the other thing I wanted to show you was today I was at the gym and talking to a gentleman next to me, he had a big beard. And I always start a conversation with a bearded dude and saying, hey, that's a hell of a beard you had. And that turned into this guy's building tiny homes um, because in Montana, they have the same problem we have all over the West Coast is that they have uh, housing prices are so high, they can't get employees to work because they can't afford to live in places like Livingston and other folks um, because they don't have enough. They, they can't afford a place to live. So he was out bear hunting with his business partner, Rick, and uh, they started talking about what they could do. So I went out there today and shot a video. This is just a little teaser to kind of show you what's coming uh, probably next week mountain range behind me and I'm out on this farm way out um, outside of Livingston and I met this guy at the gym and they make these tiny houses check these out I mean these are not and you're gonna have a story I'm gonna have a story on about this but these are these tiny houses they're really upscale and the coolest thing is as I'm kind of talking more um, to the guys there's two guys working here who actually work on a farm up on the Canadian border an organic farm and they need housing so they worked out a deal with this company and they're down here helping to build their own housing <laughs> I mean, don't you think that's a great story so anyway we'll have more on that I'll show you a little video here and we'll have more on that coming up probably next week all right let's take a look one more time so isn't that amazing so these two guys so they have an organic farm up on the Canadian border. They don't have enough uh, housing for people. And so now they sent two of their employees down. They're building their own houses and an office, a uh, tiny office that they'll then put on the back of a truck and haul it up 
to this uh, farm and they're going to keep doing these kind of partnerships with people. Uh, their dream is to build a community, um, a nice community, not like a trailer park, but a really nice community of these, you know, 90, $100,000 tiny homes and put people in there that can't afford it. So it'll keep kids in Livingston who can't afford to buy the average price. I think is like close to half a million now, $450,000. Well, a kid, I, a lot of people can't afford that. So these tiny houses are becoming an option. So we're putting that together and that'll be something we'll have next week. Um, I want to give Dr. Michael Bratlin a few kudos because he's offering a special right now as part of those folks who watch our show. And here's what he's doing for you. A lot of crowns and we do really good crowns um, and it's funny a patient asked me the other day is like how are you giving such cheap crowns and, and I think they think that maybe I'm having like lesser quality I have really good quality crowns and we do really good work and we're we charge if you don't have insurance we charge 998 bucks so if, let's say you break a tooth and you know you need a crown you can call us and that's how much you're paying um, uh, you're not gonna. We're not gonna charge you all these add-ons. You don't want a crown that breaks. I don't want stuff from China. Uh, it's a local lab. Uh, they're phenomenal. You're gonna come in the chair. We're not gonna charge you for a limited exam, X-ray, um, a core buildup, and a crown. We're gonna charge you 9.98. And Dr. Bratlin says you have to say, "I saw this on Get Real with Rick Dancer." If you want that break. Uh, last summer, two summers ago, Kathy and I were here in Livingston, Montana. We ran into a woman. We actually got a gift from someone and it was from Montana and it was these oils that she has. And so we saw the store right here in Montana, Livingston, Montana, and went, oh my gosh, that's where they got them. So I want you to take a look at this. This is a special thing and you can find more of these. You can order these online and get this stuff delivered right to your house. Montana is a unique um little fishing community that has arts, um, foodies, um, everybody just loves Livingston except for the wind in the winter. <laughs> and you find a way to make a living here? Yes, absolutely. So I, everybody that lives here loves, um, loves what we have as a community, so anybody that wants to can find a way to make a living. I'm Kim from Copper Moose Oil and Vinegar. I am the owner and my husband John is as well. Um, we started the business four years ago. Um, all of our oils and vinegars are selected by an olive oil savant um, that we have in Bozeman. She co-created Olivelli. So all of our oils and vinegars are hand-selected, imported into Bozeman. Most everything is freshly infused in Bozeman. And all of our salts and seasonings are um, made in Bozeman at the warehouse as well. How did you know that, because you this has become quite the hit. I've been a foodie for a long, long time, and food is my passion, so I just knew that since I love the product, that other people would too. People are loving to cook even more now at home, so it's been great for us, and um, everything, um, everything works together, as you could tell by um, choosing our oils and vinegars, all of the different selections that I gave you, all of the different combinations, so the possibilities are endless. We have over 40 oils and vinegars on tap. Yes. On tap. On tap. So, so you're just competing with microbrews. Right, exactly. And we get mistaken for a brewery sometimes because our sign says um, tap house. So we have people that come in wanting <laughs> brews and we don't have those, but we always sell them oils and vinegars instead. <laughs> And there's nothing better than oil and vinegar and beer. Exactly. 
Why, why Livingston, Montana? I was born and raised here, so was my husband. So we were looking to start a new business that um, we thought would um, be great for the area and something that um, the area needed. Isn't that awesome? It's right here in downtown Livingston, Montana. So um, since we're not all about Montana, we're also about Oregon and other places. Oh, I don't know if you guys saw the video I found. Um, I think we might have found somebody to do news for us out of Montana as well. So we're going to be starting that up once we have the conversation and see what we can do with that as well. But I want to take you now a couple years back to Redmond, Oregon. Um, they have a, I, I, for those of you who haven't seen this, because I haven't, because you just drive through Redmond, you're not going to probably see it. But there's a huge canyon that divides the community, and it's it's big. And in that, it, there's a beautiful running pass. There's um, there's uh, horseshoes. There's uh, frisbee golf. All kinds of stuff that you can do. Soccer fields goes a long, long ways to the community. But there's this one really nice bridge that connects the two sides of that great divide. And a local rock climber discovered something to do with that. Again, another beautiful day, and we're going to find out how you climb a bridge. <laughs> so we take a, a, a piece of infrastructure that is also artsy, because it's a beautiful bridge, as you can see, and a local couple and a bunch of other people made it into a mountain climbing area without the mountain. I'm Ian uh, Caldwell, and um, I uh, was the person who developed the climbing at the bridge and put up all the handholds and put up the route. Well, we climb a lot at Smith Rock State Park, and uh, all the climbing there is vertical, like just straight up and down, and we hardly have anything that's steep and overhung. And uh, from the first day I saw this bridge, I was like, I thought it'd be really cool to put up overhanging routes. And uh, so I started pitching that idea to uh, the city of Redmond if we were able to put up a climbing route on the underside of the bridge and uh, we eventually got approval for that and it took a couple of years and we raised some funds and got donations for the holds and and we put got a built the built the one route up there so and in Redmond with all of the fantastic I don't know you've got this big small town feel being close to Smith Rock Bend and the Cascades and then to have something that's completely unique and it, it makes me think of a European city. But, you know, it's just sort of making the most of pure structure and, and challenging the climbing that goes on out here. So it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic opportunity. And it's something that the city of Redmond worked with us. And so it's been, it's been a real pleasure to work on and give back to the climbers. So you, know, you just can't ask for more. It's a park. I mean, it's the whole dry canyon. It's kind of the gem of Redmond. Um, we got like a four or five mile long trail paved path that people love to hike and stuff. And so, you know, people go hiking here. We've got a Frisbee golf um, down at the other end, a dog park, there's a skate park. And, and this is, uh, you know, Central Oregon and Redmond's really known for climbing. And uh, so we got our, our little climbing route here. It's not, it's not for beginners, it's, it's a very hard route and more advanced and stuff, but like, it's just super unique. There's not, there's not many places where you got this steep of climbing and on a bridge like this. I'm telling you, when you go to Redmond, you have to go find that trail. Um, like I said, Kathy and I had never heard about it before and somebody introduced us to it and then we went down there and we ran down there a couple of times and it's just a really good use of something interesting like that.
All right, now we have our interview for the night. I'm excited about this because we are going to talk with some folks from Albert Taylor. Um, well, let's just bring them on. This is Jamie Kellis on the, your, the screen left, and Matt Bonham on screen right. And they have been very graciously keeping their mask on, but they said they would take them off so we could understand them better as we talk. Thanks for being here, guys. Thank you for to be here. So, James, tell people how long have you been um, kind of uh, one of the one of the folks who gets served uh, so well by the folks at Albert Taylor? Well, I started it in 2002, and it is right now 2000 and. 22. 22. Oh my God, James, that's 20 years. Yes. So what does, so Matt is, is like, what do you call yourself, Matt? So you're, you're an employee of Albert Taylor, but what right. is it? Well, we're presently called um, DSPs, which stands for uh, direct support provider or professional. Professional, well, we just go stick with provider. Right. And, so, uh, so James lives on, you live on your own, right? Nope. Oh, nope. oh yes, I do. Yes, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yes, I do. I live with my wife and my, actually my daughter lives on her own. And your two dogs? And my two dogs, Molly and Spikey. Hi. <laughs> That's awesome. And how, so how does Matt help you to be able to do that? Well, he helps me with uh, all this things I need to do, like go photographs and take pictures, which I do for business. And also our price has gone up, our photos, not just crap, because all the things are gone up, so. Yeah, speed gotten really expensive, huh? Yeah, and then, um, and I work for Albert Taylor, and I also work for, um, what for Grant? So, so you have three jobs. Yes. Wow. How old are you? I'm going on fifty in September. Well, this is your jubilee. I'm right now forty nine. Oh my gosh! So, yes. Matt, how? What? What are some of the other things you do to keep so that James can live on his own with his with his family? What What are the things that you do to kind of just pick up some of the pieces? Well, uh, yeah, uh, we assist uh, like for medical supports, you know, uh, scheduling appointments, accompanying them, perhaps maybe uh, uh, putting into layman's terms, uh, doctor's orders, instructions, um, and just, you know, monitoring, keeping James in good health so we can go and do all those awesome things he does all the time. Um, we also help uh, coordinate with classes that he takes to the Oregon Supported Living Program, arts program. Arts and culture program? Culture program, right. Yeah. And he's been involved with them even before I started working with them. And he's a really great artist. And he has his own little art studio office upstairs. Yep. I call it Kellis Shop and Gallery. There you go. <laughs> you call it what? Kellis Shop and Gallery, because I'm selling all of my arts and photos and graphs and stuff. Okay, so you have some fans on here. Yes, mm -hmm. James, is, James oh. is awesome. That, mm -hmm. but she, Joanne, that's it's. You can have your mom as a fan. And oh, that's that's good. Good. It's really oh, a good thing. Yeah. She's an artist like me. Yeah. She. I don't know where I got from. from my mom. What you say that again? 
I got that's what I got my art text from is my mom. Oh, so you that you inherited that from her. Yes. Another so, thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go but ahead. Another thing that we do uh, is we also like to uh, coordinate and encourage um, independence and to live the fullest life possible. So, um, so we write one to ensure they have those family connections. And a lot of times family comes into it. And that's such a difference. When I first started in the field, I worked with individuals who had uh, lived at the old Fairview home in yeah. Salem, Oregon. And a lot of them were disconnected with their families. So Albert Taylor basically became their family, as well as their friends and outside um, uh, acquaintances. But uh, James here, you know, in our supported living program, it's all about independence and advocating for, for disability and not disability. Right. We don't disability. really think of disability too often. No. We think of ability. Ability. Yeah. I don't like that word. I don't use yeah. it. I say people with different abilities because it's just, I mean, what I find with my friends in that, in this community is they can do anything I can do it. Sometimes just, they have to learn yeah. it a little differently, just like I have to learn things differently than other people. So James, what does it do for you personally having Matt in your life? It helps. And I do also have Vicki, which she can be with us, but that's okay. And, and they help a lot, really. And helping get things done and getting make sure I'm healthy. Does that make you feel more secure? Yes. Does yeah. it make it easier for you to be with your family and everybody else like that? Because do you, how does it, do you feel more independent? Like you're not, you know what I mean? I think sometimes the world likes to look at people with different abilities and yeah. think that um, you're, it's a challenge, but really with someone like Matt, it makes it so you're just, you're just living your life. Just like you have challenges like the rest of us, but you get to live your life. Yeah. And you yep. get to pick what you want to do. It's not like somebody's saying, here's what James has to do. And you being a creative dude, that has to be super important to your psyche, your spirit, your soul, your yeah. mind. Yeah, we individual get our own rights and help what they need to get what they need to be or that can be independent. And so Taylor, we try to uh, inform the individuals that we support, you know, of their rights. You know, sometimes you just have to really advocate and push it there and says, yes, you have the right to do this. Matt, see, I like that, Matt, because don't you think sometimes we as a culture put false, um, false uh, chains on people with different abilities right. to say, you can't do that because you don't have, you have this different ability. So you can't right. do that where you guys say, um, let's go try it and let's find a way to do it. Whoever thought you would have an arts and culture program in Eugene, yeah. Oregon, That's where cool. people are sculpting and drawing and creating. And now James is taking pictures and, and people are buying their work and enjoying it in their homes. That went 20 years ago. That wasn't possible. It was possible, but nobody thought it was possible. Right. Well, when we started, and one time when I started, way sooner more in the pink building, uh, that Pete had to do his um, sculptures, uh -huh. and he had to use the thing that he has on his head to sculpt. And I didn't realize that he could have done that. Wow. 
So Matt, let me ask you this: as an you know an employee of the agency, um, friend and uh, associate to James, what do you get out of two things? What do you get out of your your job? And more importantly, what do you get from James that makes your life different? Okay, I think I have to back up to when I first heard of Albert Taylor. Uh, I was watching a, a public affairs uh, program on KZI. This was 1970 or 1971. And uh, the host of the show was introducing a new concept for uh, people. Uh, they used the R word back in that in those days. We all know what that was. Right. Um, and so they were talking about group homes. And this was the Collier House that was located near the University of Oregon. And they had a slideshow and they showed uh, people living their lives. Uh, now the clients or the people supported, uh, there were slides showing them doing everyday things uh, from cooking meals, uh, just dusting or uh, car and bike maintenance. And then they said they prepare their own meals and uh, even the staff can have free food. And then there's this picture of a couple of, you know, hippie guys and looks like they're getting caught making a sandwich. And I'm 10, nine or 10, I'm saying, I wanna work there and get the free food. And uh, we do get some free food, but we work for it. And oftentimes it's when we're being uh, given samples of the wonderful meals that are made by people like uh, James. He's also a great cook yes. and we work together and do those things. Uh, now, um, when I saw that, when I was a kid, I became interested. I wanted to work in this field. I had my own uh, challenges in terms of uh, learning. Um, I had some cognitive uh, challenges and I just saw people that I identified with and they can do it, you know, it's like nothing was stopping them. And so I said, wow, I want to do that. And fortunately, I had a wonderful teacher named Thor Madoff at Washington School. And he said, just take this book and take as long as you need to read it. And then that introduced me that, you know, different people learn differently. We right. all have our different skill sets and stuff. And we all need and we work at different paces. And so I learn and you get older and older and I would still be interested, but I did a bunch of other jobs. I worked as a phlebotomist. I worked in a used office furniture store, um, you know, worked in restaurants, but I wouldn't keep the jobs. And then uh, I had heart uh, disease and then I ended up getting a heart transplant. And so I needed something that was good for my heart and my soul. And well, I run into Albert Taylor. I had a former co-worker who worked here and I said, don't you need a degree and stuff? No, uh, you've got ex life experience. And that's what I brought on the table in the year 2000 when I was hired. And uh, I have to say, you know, like, like I was saying, I, I, self, I, was self, I learned how to read and then by doing theater, that helped a lot and brought me out and so, Doing theater for years, I'm able to bring that into this environment. And uh, well, James can tell you, I have a song for any situation. If somebody says, I can't do it, I, can, I just sing, You can do anything. Right. Yeah. And we'll sing, and, you know, and stuff like that. So, so don't you wish that, like, like, obviously, this fills your soul? Yes, um, as a person and James, I'm, I'm guessing that the relationship that the two of you had does the same for you. Yes. And don't you think that somebody put on here something about 
wouldn't that, I think, you know, I think we all have different cognitive things going on. And wouldn't it be nice if we could all just have somebody like you, um, both of you, um, picking up so so you matt can do the things that james can't do and james does the things you can't do and it's a true friendship partnership um that would be very nice to replicate that in our school system and in our friendships and in our lives um you guys are just a great example of what that's doing and and it goes back to that albert taylor endless possibilities when you take human beings and allow them to be who they're supposed to be not who you want them to be and what I've learned from James, I've learned how to crab. I'd never been crabbing before. And I learned some things about art and different ends. I'd never worked with acrylic before. That's all because of James. You just never know where it's going to take you. So you're supposed to be the teacher and you're being taught. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, everybody says that. It was like, you know, it's like it's, uh, there was a movie called I Am Sam. And um, I've seen it. Right. The, the female lawyer, she says, I think uh, you've taught me more than you're getting more or, or I'm getting more from you than you're getting me. From me. Sometimes so, it feels like James, James, let me ask you one last thing. Okay? Yeah. What would you like to say to people um, about when they see somebody with a different ability? Um, what, what would you what would you advise them on? Um, I just say ignore those non-American peoples and stand up for your rights. Perfect. Be who you are. And for people who are what we call able-bodied, yes, able-minded, which I wonder if there's really anybody that qualifies for that. Um, <laughs> maybe when they see you and see other folks doing things differently, maybe not to judge and just yeah. to, to leave yeah. it alone. And I find that um, when I'm around my friends with different abilities, I feel a lot better about myself because they accept me for who I am, yeah. not who they think I'm supposed to be. How do you do that so easily? Well, I do have a tense of getting annoyed with people that say that stuff, but, but then I said, what the heck, you're doing the best you can, just ignore them. You just proved my point. <laughs> Matt, what would you say people should look? Um, maybe all of us need to look on the inside a little more than we do on the outside. Mm -hmm. Just to be aware, be open. You know, you're hearing the word be mindfulness a lot these days. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. You know, enter every situation without, you know, preconceived notions. A, a, a good job, huh? You got, you got, you probably have the best, you know, you, you, you may not get paid over the top. You get good paid, you got good, you get good, you get decent pay. And you have good benefits, yes. um, but you're one of the benefits that I think people are starting to recognize is the guy sitting next to you. <laughs> this guy, yeah, yeah. Hey, James and Matt, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Really appreciate. Yeah, I like your to be angry with you again, so have time to do that. So I'm sorry. Say it again. I said, if you'd like to interview me sometime again, let me know. I I will. I know who your people are. I can call your people and get you set up when they, when I need to. Um, one thing, real quick, Matt. Gail Cook said she used to work with you at Eugene Plasma, um, and yes. somebody else came on. And this is Laura Richards said English says James and Matt. Thank you very much. And oh, I, I say the same thing. You're you're a, a breath of fresh air to start to 
this Monday. We're supposed to be honoring presidents today, but I think I'm going to honor you guys. You'll be my, if I had a Mount Rushmore, I'll put you two in my Mount Rushmore, okay? Well, I think people with this really have the right to be honored too, so. And I think they all do. That's, that's right. All right, buddies. We'll talk to you guys later. Thank you. Is that not refreshing? I'll tell you. Um, yeah. Well, the show's called Get Real with Rick Dancer. And if I want my show to be the most real, um, it's when you invite people with different abilities on because they'll tell you exactly what's going on. And um, there's no hidden agenda. Um, I remember a lot when I found out I had cancer, um, people were coming up and staring at me funny and, you know, doing things. And everybody, you know, nobody knew quite what to say or anything. And I went to an event. Um, for people with different abilities and they had heard because it was in the newspaper that I had cancer, but they hadn't seen me and I hadn't seen them. And I remember walking up to this event and all of these folks came up and were crying and saying exactly what they wanted to say. Are you going to die? And it was so refreshing for me to be able to say, no, I'm not going to die. But just somebody asked the question instead of people tiptoeing around and being careful. Um, my friends with different abilities, they weren't careful. They wanted to know. And it was just like a release for me. Um, and they did they always have done so much for me that way. Um, so Bill will be back tomorrow and we will have a whole nother lineup of stories and shows. It's our elements of a healthy life and uh, elements health club in uh, Springfield is doing some things. So working with the girl scouts now, and they're helping them to get their badge and learn more about how to take care of themselves. So that's going to be on tomorrow night and much more. Uh, we'll also have a story from, uh, you know, out in the field of what we do and that kind of stuff. So we'll have much more for you. Um, I hope you had a good day off. If you had it off, if you didn't like me, well, we just worked. <laughs> so we'll talk to you guys later. Share this on your page. Um, that way uh, it, it gets to other people and they can be blessed by that conversation with James and Matt. Uh, so just take it, just hit share, and it goes directly on your page. All right. I am Rick Dancer, and uh, it's good to talk to you. We will see you tomorrow night live from Livingston, Montana. Have a good night.